Hey. Hi. What's up? Oh, nothing. What's up with you? How much? Just tired. Same. <laughs> yeah. I like, you know, when you force yourself awake, I did that this morning and I'm, I'm sure that that's why my eyes hurt. I was having like a weird dream and I was like, I don't want to be here anymore. <laughs> <laughs> oh no. So I think that's why my eyes are in pain. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Any better? My whole life is terrible right now. So. <laughs> Fair. I definitely feel you on that. But, just, uh, just adds to it, you know? <laughs> yeah, it's definitely hump day vibes today. Like, the week has felt so long, and it's only Wednesday, and I'm just like, yeah. please, God. <laughs> You're listening oh, did, to me. Did we, did we, did we talk about hump day at all? Was that with you, or did I tell my friend Clarissa about that? No? Well, yeah, I was telling you something. It's really embarrassing. Okay. So, to whatever. Anyway. Um, okay, so I only realized this year that it's called hump day because it's like like you're going over the, the hump of the week. Yeah. My entire, literally, I'm, tw- I'm 27, <laughs> turning 28 in a few months. And this whole time, I thought it was like about actual humping. <laughs> no because it started as a in high school when I first heard or middle school whatever when I first heard about it because you're in high school and people are done people would like fake hump other people in the hallway right so like that logic in my brain was like oh you're just like yep it's hump day yeah Yeah. I was like okay whatever (laughs) yeah so and I don't even remember why I only I think it was something like Emily said like a few weeks ago that like triggered like oh that's yeah like I always thought it was like the week is like a camel's back and like when is the hump yeah yeah that's the logical part that I just don't use in my brain (laughs) I love that for you I love that imagery and like the fact that like everyone says hump day and you're in your mind you're just like hump day yeah my my friend Clarissa yeah it was with Clarissa she was like she's like so you just thought people at work were just like talking about humping I was like well we're all very casual with one another so it just made sense <laughs> true it's it's hard to tell it at our job that like if anyone's being serious about anything so yeah so <sighs> fun little story <laughs> for, for um welcome everyone who's listening to I think this is episode 15 now which is crazy I couldn't tell you to be honest <laughs> um this week's topic is Go ahead. interestingly <laughs> enough, <laughs> sex education. education. <laughs> so perfect segue, to be honest. Absolutely. Um, I mean, yeah, it's kind of a weird topic. We we're like coming to the end of our list of things we want to talk about, so now we're getting a little bit more. <laughs> we had to skip like four things because yeah. we already talked about it in other episodes. Um, but actually. My, uh, I know a lot of teachers because of, you know, my entire family uh, is in the education system and they teach sex education really, really like they teach it in stages now from my understanding. So like really, really young age groups, like the third grade start, which like we scratched the surface, I'll say 
like in grade six and it was really just like the bare really the bare minimum yeah like if you do do it you should use a condom because if you don't you'll die like that kind of sex education you know like mean girls (laughs) yeah pretty much but now it's like a lot more intense and they started a lot younger and I know for some people in my family like it makes them very like as teachers it makes them nervous to teach it so young yeah um which is interesting like I know like at one point um they had to talk about the trans community and the person I know was like it's not even that I don't want to talk about it it's just she uh, she was saying she's like I just don't want to offend anyone and we're given like no training right on how to talk about it she's like that's the part that sucks like we yeah like I like it's it is it is the whole community is something we have to talk about because it exists in life you know like but we're not trained on a like the right kind of language that we should be using and how to talk about it in a way where we don't offend anyone in the class she was saying she's like you know I have a lot of Christian kids or Muslim kids like so I don't know if what I'm saying offends them she's like but on the other hand it doesn't matter if it offends them because the like those people still exist (laughs) in the world exactly and then like very interesting time right now for sex education apparently (laughs) sure like I remember my little sister started sex education yeah super early like third or fourth grade and she was learning like all this uh, all these like terminology and body parts and organs and I was like what the hell is this like we could barely say penis when we were, 15, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah, you were so like chuckling. <laughs> yeah, and she was like so mature about it. And she was a child. I'm like, what the hell? Like these yeah. kids know what they're talking about. Because when, I think you're right. Like we started in grade six and like, it was more like the health side of things. Like, yeah. oh, you have these organs and like, this is what they do and whatever. And we didn't, like, I didn't get a sex ed, like a true sex ed class till grade eight or nine I think so yeah well, for us it was like in high school the gym teachers were like at one point it was a requirement like they had they had to say whatever they had to have like a certain amount of classes had to be dedicated to that yeah. um thankfully I had a very good gym teacher he was amazing um so he and he like brought in a nurse to talk to us like it was it was actually really helpful and stuff but I know that most people probably didn't have that same experience you know but uh yeah I don't know it's just funny because it's true like up until the age of like 14 15 like we're all just giggling (laughs) and no one knew anything you know what I mean like I don't know but also people have sex a lot younger now want to hear a horror story I'm gonna tell you one anyway yes so when I graduated high school, my cousin Jessica was still there because she's a year behind. So we, my friend Dean and I would go back to see her and like see the teachers. It was just like a thing. I don't know if it's the yeah. same. Okay. Yeah, so we used to go do that and we used to, especially the gym teachers because we played handball. So we were very athletic. So we were talking with one of the with one of the gym teachers I think it was my old gym teacher and he was saying he was like he's like it's a horror show now he's like the the younger grades he's like he 
so we have you have middle school in Ontario? No, we do. Okay, well, anyway, it, it's it would be grade seven and eight. That's our middle school. So that's what like 12, 13, yep. 11 to thirteen. Let's say he was like, um, he's like, yeah, I had to go take care of a situation in the locker room. No, no, and I was no. like, oh, what kind of situation was it? And he was like, it was like a group. First of all, it was a group thing. And they were having a rainbow party, which means, which meant nothing to me at the time. Yeah. It was basically the boys were seeing uh, how many different colors of lip gloss they can get on their penis. Yeah. I was like, these are 13 year olds. Oh God. Yeah. Yeah. Probably don't even know how their penises work, to be honest. They don't know anything. I thought it was. When he told me that, I was like, that's frightening like on every possible level it is because also like as a child maybe you like you all we all think we're grown-ups until we're actually grown-ups and we're like we were not we didn't know anything yeah for sure and these kids are like doing stuff that they don't even understand the impact it's going to have on them like emotionally mentally later on in life and like in their sex lives too like when they think back and like say yeah i used to have sex when i was like 12 13 that's psychotic like that's insane yeah so I don't know. I think a lot of, like, a big portion of our generation learned a lot of sex ed type stuff, like, just through the internet and... Yeah, for sure. They Tumblr and, like, just, you know, learning online. Like, my parents never gave me any sort of talk. Like, we're not, we're not putting ourselves in that position. And, like, I get it, but also, if I was to have kids, like, they're getting a talk. (laughs) Like a really good talk, a lecture, because that's like, it's such an important part in life. And like, I don't know, I think it it could fuck you up if you're too young, even if it's consensual, like it's not, because you guys are both babies. Stop. Yeah. Yeah. You you just don't know anything about anything. No. And like, you don't even know how to be like a person yet. Yeah. Like, Like, I've also like many adults can't even navigate sex in a healthy way so (laughs) it's complex it's very complex and like I don't know it's not something you want to be ignorant about and also just like when you're already going through all these hormonal changes and puberty like do you really want to add another layer of like trauma to your preteens like that's I don't know parents really have to do their job too and like make sure that they know where their kids are and what they're doing because it's not really, it's obviously not up to teachers to be like babysitting them. But honestly, like having sex at school, that's crazy. Yep. That's crazy. I don't know. Yeah. Unfortunately, it's happened at school. It's happened at um, the movie theater I used to work at, which is very upsetting because <laughs> I know how dirty that movie theater was. And also, so to know that it was happening. What? I was just gonna say, and then to know that now that there's people like having sex at the movies, yeah, and then other people are going to sit there, yeah, 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 not just like not just in the rooms though, like in like it used to happen in our employee room, and it's just like, like we use these rooms, we all this is a common area, yeah. <laughs> and it's like I said, like it's not like clean common areas, like what are you doing? <laughs> yeah, not sanitary. No. Ugh. 
one time, I might have told the story already, but I'm gonna tell it again. We, <laughs> I was, I, there was like a kids movie playing or whatever, mm-hmm. and um, we found out that there was an adult human male um, pleasuring himself during this kids movie. And my, my, the people I was working with, like my bosses, wanted me to go deal with it. I was what? like, are you out of your minds? <laughs> That's I am a 17 year old person mm-hmm. who, and you want me to go deal with a adult man pleasuring himself. I was like, I feel like this should be something the other adult men who are bosses should be taking care of. Yeah. That's actually disgusting and horrible. Yeah. Did you have to do it? Did you actually do it? No, I didn't go. That would be traumatizing <laughs> even to be asked to do that. God, I didn't go. I told my supervisor, who, God bless, my supervisors were always on my side. Mm-hmm. I was like, you best tell them it ain't going to be me. <laughs> but he's going to stay in there doing that because I'm not going in. Yeah. Yeah. And like a children's, and it was like, oh, anyway. Do you remember like the first time you like heard about sex and like, you were like, what's that? <laughs> first time I heard about sex for probably me, in a movie like, to be honest yeah I was, was just probably one- like one of the rom-coms that I watched with my parents right like one of those yeah. 90s rom-coms it was probably through that and it was probably you know what it was probably uh that movie Hugh Jackman did something about cows what was it called <laughs> I have no idea what that he didn't is. have sex with cows but it's <laughs> like there's a very big scene <laughs> about cows for some reason oh fuck what's it called someone like you mm. and yes i remember he was shirtless in that scene and i remember feeling a lot of emotions at a very young age <laughs> yeah i knowing what to do and then there was a love scene i'm pretty sure they spoke about it so that was probably the first time because it's like an old movie like 2001 i think yeah i was gonna say like i remember watching movies with my parents and they'd be like cover your eyes and i'd be like okay <laughs> they're like what's happening i don't understand this but for some reason i like it <laughs> yeah and like yeah. you don't know why you like it either right yeah no you don't get it you know you're just kind of like okay this is interesting to me yeah. but why yeah but i will say that i've wanted Hugh jackman since day one i just feel like that should be clear you know oh for sure, for sure. <laughs> i remember when i watched troy and like brad pitt's was like sleeping in the tent and the the boy comes to get him for the battle right and he's like naked and i saw his butt and i was like whoa <laughs> what is this that i'm feeling <laughs> why is my face burning you know like yeah. i have a lot of issues with that movie but brad pitt existing in it is definitely not one, <laughs> one of those yeah issues. yeah i mean objectively to like probably anyone brad pitt is probably one of the most handsome men in the world like even if you're not really sexually attracted to him Mm -hmm. you're like he 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 has it you know good you know yeah whatever it is he's got it for sure yeah and he's always looked good like he's not someone who was like who was like he was kind of awkward and now he's aging gracefully like he has always looked good yes which is yeah, also like, upsetting in many ways. <laughs> he, it's like he, he goes through different genres. Yeah. Like, he was like super, like, I don't know how to explain it, but like heartthrobby in the 2000s, obviously. And then the 2010s, he was like kind of like dad hot. And now yeah. he's like 
old man hot i'm like whoa dude yeah how many now he's like coming in, right? in like a clunky sweater with like trousers yeah and he's could be like a, a professor you know hot take i don't even think leonardo dicaprio is good looking at all i mean i don't think he's like i, I ha- as everyone knows i have a very specific way <laughs> i put these people in their little you know categories i'll say um Leonardo dicaprio i don't think he's hot i don't i, I mean i think he is like like I look at him and you're like, you're so cute, you know? And I think it's because he has such a baby face. Like he looks the exact same as he did when he did the Titanic. He just like- Yeah, I think he was really, out. Cute, really cute as a young actor. And then now he's just like, he just looks so, like a grandpa to me. <laughs> he's not even that old too. That's what, it just makes me laugh. Oh God, like, what? How old is he? He's in his 40s? I think, yeah. I think the best part about his entire like vibe is that he's always like with a supermodel or several yeah. and he's just like on a boat at all times. He's 46. Yeah. Well, you know, every celebrity has to have a brand. So that's his. <laughs> True. Brad Pitts is turning into the person that he's dating and looking exactly. Yes. Like- you ever see that meme about his hair? <laughs> <laughs> or like when he was with Gwyneth Paltrow, like they looked the same. Yeah. And then Angelina, they looked the same. Yeah, and Jennifer Anson, he like dyed his hair. Yeah, yeah. but he's so, like he could get away with that shit because he's Brad Pitt. You know what I mean? Exactly. Like if we did that, people would be like, "What the fuck is wrong with you that you're changing? Yeah, <laughs> your hair to match." But it's like he's Brad Pitt. He could do what he wants. Because like he's gonna look good doing it. Exactly. Because like doesn't matter what he changes or tweaks, his face is still like Brad Pitt. You know? Yeah. So, and he has such a good jawline too. Oh, you know, like I am like shocked every time I look at his face how angry <laughs> it is. I'm like, to this day, you're still sharp yeah. as a knife. Yeah, crazy. He, he's he's. You know what? Leonardo DiCaprio to me is timeless in terms of his acting. Yeah. And Brad Pitt is timeless in his physical appearance. Like, yeah. Put him anywhere in any kind of movie. Look back on his photos through the decades. Like he is timeless like he will always be good looking always yeah. he's gonna be a handsome old man he will be yeah he's gonna be like marlon brando like he's gonna yeah, be that sure. for us for sure yeah it's so funny like thinking about the the celebrity couples that like defined our generations mm-hmm. brangelina and then like i remember this is so stupid because it wasn't even like that but uh Vanessa Hudgens and Zac Efron yes and Zac Efron that was pretty big that I was like that's our Brangelina like that's what yeah. I felt um I was sad when they broke up so was I I loved them together yeah but now did you see his injections in his jaw yeah well we don't know if it's injections there's like some a dental a dental surgery what is dental surgerist surgery surgeon surgeon <laughs> Uh, was like was like honestly they're like that could even just be like a dental uh like removing teeth will make your face right wisdom teeth out or something yeah ray was saying that apparently when you are in that age range that zach efron's in um your face just fills out naturally there's like all these things going on but whatever he still looks fucking good so he looks so good (laughs) 
like he he is literally our brad pitt he looks so yeah. handsome yeah even if he looks kind of wonky right now like uh he him and brad pitt are like the only dirty blonde slash blonde people that i think are attractive i'm a pretty much a brunette gal but interesting let me look up some dirty blonde celebs right now does Chris <laughs> Evans count as dirty blonde yeah i feel like he does only in the realm of the captain american movies because he dyed his hair <laughs> chris evans did you say yeah true i think doesn't he have brown hair he has brown hair but it was like dyed blonde he looks pretty good as a blonde yeah i mean i think he looks good he looks good no matter what he does (laughs) i was about to say something really gross but i'm not gonna say it (laughs) um okay dirty blonde celebrities we have justin bieber who i feel like is just blonde he's blonde yeah not dirty blonde Zac Efron's here. Liam Hemsworth is on here. Mm. That makes sense to me. He's a pass for me. Chris Hemsworth on here, but I don't know if he's dirty blonde. To me, that's also just blonde. I feel like the Hemsworths are blonde because they're always in the sun. Like their hair has been by the Australian sun. Yeah, I don't know. Like his hair is weird. It's like he has the hair where it is all brown at the roots. Very clearly you could see but then it's all blonde. Yeah. He so like, I don't know, is that dyed hair? Yeah. Or is that dirty blonde hair? I don't know. Cause I used to have dirty blonde hair before I got old and then it just became brown. Really? Yeah, oh my God, yeah. Oh it my was God, blonde, I need to then picture. it was dirty blonde for a long, long time. Um, That's so funny. And then it just turned brown. Wow. Yeah, now I've been pure brunette my whole life. <laughs> Charlie Hunnam's on here, but again, isn't that just blonde? I feel like all those guys look the exact same though. Like they all look super similar. Really strong jawline, blue eyes, dirty blonde hair. Yeah, I mean, I'm a sucker for all those things you just mentioned, so. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair, yeah. Like, although if we're giving away best jawline award, it has to go to Robert Pattinson. It has to. I thought you were gonna say Rob Lowe. <laughs> <laughs> although, to be fair, Shout out to Rob Lowe. He has a great jawline. Oh, Rob Lowe in The Outsiders? Oh my God. Oh my God. Man, Did you ever see his other movie, St. Elmo's Fire? No. Mario, watch it. Literally just like, <laughs> he plays like the saxophone or something or the tuba. I don't fucking know what he plays. <laughs> I've never been so attracted to a musical instrument <laughs> in my life. Like the way he's playing it and his jaw is like, jutting out music jaw could literally slice my throat yeah it's insane it's insane yeah yeah rob pattinson yeah rob pattinson's jawline kills and for women zoe kravitz her jawline is insane yeah insane she's so hot everything about her i'm just like wow you're she's stunning that's probably like if i had to choose a woman to look like it would probably be zoe kravitz yeah yeah she's incredibly stunning and the fact that she's gonna probably probably be making out our pants in the batman movie do you know how <laughs> frustrating that's gonna be especially as a bisexual person to My pants. watch that <laughs> yeah well yeah. honestly that'll be a sexy ass kiss i can't wait yeah. to see that i hope they better fucking kiss you can't put two people that beautiful in the same frame and not make them make out 
Like, it's just rude. Uh, well, she did get a divorce, so maybe they'll, like, become a thing. I would love for them to be a girlfriend. No, who? Girlfriend. Uh, I want to say her name is Suki Waterhouse. Let me see if I'm right. Oh. Suki Waterhouse. That sounds familiar. She sounds rich. You know, name, some names just sound like they come from wealth. Yeah. You know who does come from wealth? Um, yeah, Suki Waterhouse is her name. Um, Ken Harrington and his wife, whose name I'm forgetting, Rose Leslie, is that her name? Rose something, yeah. She's like descended from like, royalty. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. They got married at, at like her family castle. Yeah. Like, what the it's fuck crazy. is that <laughs> it's crazy because like going from like their game of thrones romance and then mm-hmm. to translate that into like it's even more crazy in real life than it was in the show kind of because you're yeah. like what the hell you guys are literally royalty um, yeah it's pretty good looking insane couple. they're a, such a good looking couple and i think they're just just like personality wise they seem so cute together yeah Aww. and like i just want him to be <laughs> good and safe when had his relapse I was so so sad for him because it must be so heartbreaking to like only know one thing for 10 years and then just have to figure out what your life is supposed to be after you're saying you're losing a job right like yeah and also like when Game of Thrones ended it ended on a horrible note so people were like really dragging everyone in the show like everyone was having a horrible time yeah so it must have been really hard. Yeah, I was so, so heartbroken. And I kept, like, looking for updates, like, daily. Yeah. So I'm happy that, like, they have a little baby now. And they're doing so well. Do they live in the castle? I don't know. Let me check. Every time. Okay, I feel like, <laughs> uh, because I'm constantly looking at, like, pictures of Ireland or, like, Scotland or wherever. And I'm always looking at, like, castles and stuff. I'm starting to get ads that are, like, study abroad across the pond <laughs> constantly in my newsfeed so i'm always looking at castles which is apparently they live in a tudor farmhouse okay all right it's probably stylish i wonder if they've done like um architectural digest where they do like the house tour and stuff oh my god yeah uh, i don't think they did though did you see so much fun to watch though? I love them. I love them because like you get to like see how these people really truly decorate their own places and like how their personality mm-hmm. comes through in their design choices. Um, you know what the hell is his name? No, the guy who plays Jesse Pinkman. What's his name? Oh, um uh, Aaron. Yes, something. Whatever. His house was so weird. It was like a Montana ranch with like by the water really beautiful like placement but then he had this weird dungeon bar and all this other stuff I don't know it always surprises me because I'm like a lot of those celebrities who do those videos aren't really on social media so you don't yeah. get to see into their daily life like the Kardashians we know they just live in like characterless blob yeah, did you see who did it Kim Kardashian did one didn't she Kim's was so weird of course, so weird. I don't, there's nothing even in your house. Yeah, it's where literally where you live. <laughs> I'm so excited to see. I mean, I'm not so excited. I'm kind of excited to see Kim post Kanye. Like, what is she going to be like without all these restrictions that he was clearly putting onto her, like yeah. lifestyle wise and like design wise, fashion wise? I mean, 
fashion wise he kind of like revolutionized the kardashian brand but like i just wonder well like what is what is the dynamic going to be and like she's not going to have the show anymore so what how is she going to dominate the the public conversation in the future i'm sure there will be many many scandals i'm sure chris jenner is fucking lining yeah She's yeah, she, for Stormy's debut. Yeah, exactly. Chris Jenner has all the scandals lined up like crazy. True. Which honestly, she's very smart. Like, she's smart. I don't know. I enjoy watching Keeping Up with the Kardashians sometimes because it's so funny how they've gone from like they used to be kind of relatable, like, and now they're so disconnected from reality that like everything they're talking about, you're like, what is this? Like, it's so bizarre. Also, have you seen that, like, Courtney's dating Travis Barker? Yes, I have. It's very, it's very Megan Fox. Yes! Yeah. I was literally gonna say that, like, so, they look like the same couple in a different font. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's very interesting. Um, I mean, I hope they're happy. <laughs> it's just like, yeah. It's just interesting, like how these people meet each other. You know what I mean? Like yeah. how certain celebrities meet. It's like, what was it? What's the story there? Like truly, how, it just seems like it just seems like Travis Barker would like never be in the same circle as the Kardashians. Exactly. Yeah, that's. What, but on the other hand, like Cameron Diaz is married to what's his name from Good Charlotte. Yeah. So like, how did that happen? It's, you know, it's crazy. I think that, like once crazy. you reach a level of fame and like status in hollywood you're kind of like grouped into the same even if you're not in the same social circle you probably yeah because you get invited to the same kinds of things probably yeah for sure for sure interesting i need to be part of that group somehow <laughs> yeah you need to be like did you see lizzo responding to chris evans yes oh my god <laughs> i feel like that would be you like hey not to be crazy but i'm like so excited <laughs> Oh, uh, it was so, it was so sweet though. And like her, her tick, I don't have TikTok, but like I saw on uh, Twitter. Yeah. Um, her excitement was so like palpable and uh, contagious. Yeah. I couldn't stop smiling for her. And then I was like, see, celebrities are just like us. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I love that. I don't know. I mean, I can't fucking blame her. Yeah. Uh, I can't blame her. I can't judge her. You know, if I was Lizzo, I would have done the same fucking thing. Yeah. If I was a little bit, just a little bit famous, a little, I would be shooting my shot with every single human being I find attractive. <laughs> I just don't have that liberty right now. But if I was a little bit famous, I would totally be doing the same thing. Yeah, because once you get verified, your message goes to the top of their inbox. Yeah uh strategy mm -hmm. yeah unfortunately realistically that will never happen in my life so i have to try to come to terms with the fact <laughs> that i think you could totally become famous i think you could have like your own like talk show slash like reviewing show or youtube channel or something where you like give your thoughts on what you're watching what you're listening to whatever like because you have so much to say about the things you love that like I just know it would catch on and like you're kind of extra so I think like people would be like oh my god this is <laughs> you're really you're extra so like yeah no I think people would be so into watching your content <sighs> I am always telling people to start YouTube channels that's like my 
<laughs> only personality traits like hey you're kind of cool you should start a channel <laughs> oh god almighty i definitely do have a lot to say that's for sure i think you and taylor sakalis would make the most <laughs> insane show i would love to watch that i would love to watch the banter but the thing is she like watches reality tv and you watch like action adventure yeah we watch such different things yeah although i watch yeah i don't watch that much i only watch like love island because i think that show's so fucking dumb <laughs> but so goddamn good because it's there's no there's no goal really yeah it's just hot people having sex with each other that's that's the plot of a lot of reality <laughs> shows i think what was that dumb one Netflix did? It was so bad. Where it was like the opposite. It was hot people who weren't allowed to have sex with each other. Right. Uh, I don't remember what it was called. There's a new oh, one. So dumb. And everyone got money in the end. I was like, what's the point of this? <laughs> I don't know. People like to watch good looking people do anything. That's very I true. mean, like some of the top streamers in the world are just like hot girls that like aren't even good at video games. They're just like on the screen. People want to see it. Yeah. People want to see good looking people. So see oh i just got a pain that's the, <laughs> that's my problem is that i feel like if i was like even just a little hot i would have so much more going for me but instead <laughs> here i am <laughs> you are and, hot no i'm like like i'm very aware of my like even in my own like the way i put my little boxes and stuff i know where i sit i'm very yeah. self-aware <laughs> all right but yeah that's that's the problem although i mean my per like i like my personality but it's very it's very big <laughs> <laughs> that deliberation time <laughs> was so good your comedic not, timing is is excellent i will say that not everyone can handle it you know yeah i feel that I don't know. I feel like my personality is like very much chameleon-like. Like it kind of changes with who I'm with. So, I mean, you already know. I'm always like, guys, who am I? How do you perceive me? Tell me. <laughs> like, I'm so curious because I have no concept of what I'm like. But it's kind of a fun adventure to try to figure it out. I mean, that's the name of the game, isn't it? It is indeed. Learning, learning who you are. Although I'm not like this with my family, except my cousins. But yeah. Yeah. With the older adults in my life, I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, uh, I mean, probably every brown girl in the world has a double life, but um, I did such a good job of like convincing everyone in my family that I was just like a goody two shoes, like shy girl. And then, like, you know, like whatever, however many few months ago when my Instagram was found by, my family yeah. members and it just shattered so 48 hours so dramatic oh my god my heart was like racing i was i couldn't sleep i was like everybody knows that i wear low-cut shirts now. <laughs> <laughs> like, the funniest part was that it wasn't even really that bad so and that was a, a hot picture i was yeah. very upset that that picture was coming under fire because i was like this was one of the best photos I've ever seen. <laughs> Thank you so much. Yeah. Like I could be hot when I want to. I'm usually, I'm usually a six. And when I try, I'm a six and a half, seven, you know, like that's how I feel. So I was definitely like a seven and a half in that picture. And now it's gone. 
no one can ever see it. You know, no one can say that we're not modest. Exactly. <laughs> we know who we are. Yeah, no one can say that we think too highly of ourselves. <laughs> That's for sure. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, my thing is, I think people always overestimate how they look or how bad they look depending on how they feel that day because we don't look at like a rating scale as like five is neutral yeah like like seven is neutral eight is hot nine is like whatever yeah and then below anything below six we're like (laughs) garbage which doesn't make any sense yeah no even like the that system i have obviously doesn't make any sense but (laughs) truth is it's it's not an objective thing so yeah whatever everyone has their own op- like blah 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 everyone's beautiful but like everyone, <laughs> everyone everyone has their own personal tastes and stuff or maybe taste isn't a good word like uh whatever whatever that word is and like that's also okay like it's okay yeah to not find someone attractive obviously i'm not saying you shouldn't go up to them and be like Yo, you're a one. <laughs> Did you imagine? Bro, that just made me remember. Remember when Facebook like was just starting and there yeah. was hot or not that game? No, I mean I play that privately, but I don't I didn't know it was a Facebook thing. There was a Facebook app that would just like you could just go on it and like sign up for it or whatever. And it would like show you pictures of like strangers, not even like people you actually know, like strangers. And you would like rate them hot or not. And if they rated you hot as well, you would like get matched. But I was like 12 and I was doing this and they were matching me with like full adults. Oh my God. I mean, I wasn't supposed to be on Facebook at 12. So fair enough. But like at the same time, so sketchy, but. So Facebook was the original Tinder. Oh, for sure. For sure. That's nuts. I had no idea. Yeah. Did you guys have like in your high school or middle school ever have like a controversy of like the guys were rating all the girls and it got leaked no but that the reverse happened to me though <laughs> oh, no. uh, i had a list of a bunch me and my 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 best friend we or a few of my friends we made a a list of all the guys i found cute and i i put them in order of like cuteness and then I put in my locker and then I opened my locker the next day and it wasn't there so it's either that I lost it or a bunch of other people found it yeah it did it have like your name on it that I don't remember probably because I feel like we all like numbered our loose leaf and numbered we all like wrote our names on our loose leaves right Um, but yeah that did happen to me it didn't become like a scandal but yeah that, that that did happen I'm at the time I'm we all remember I remember all of us thinking someone took it because we found like a piece of it somewhere else right or something like that so So, yeah so I was one of those gross guys but I've matured a lot despite the fact that I said I have I still have a system but it's mostly for celebrities (laughs) yeah it's for people you're never gonna say to their face exactly and also it's all celebrities I find good looking it's like (laughs) Yeah, it's not like you're telling anyone they're ugly. They're all Yeah, I'm literally just like, oh, what level of hotness are you? But you're still hot. So it's a very nice scale that I have. <laughs> I feel that. I feel that. Yeah, no, we, I think in, in high school, I had to change schools briefly 
um, because of like some sort of boundary issue. So I went to like my feeder school, which is where all my like elementary school friends went. And I had left them in my past, but now I had to go back and become friends with them again. <laughs> and um, I remember like at that time, I'll be honest, I was like a two, okay? It's okay. <laughs> it's okay to say it. It's okay to accept it and move on, right? But I, I remember like someone's, all the guys in our grade were like ra ranking all the girls and the list got leaked probably on purpose and I remember like a bunch of my friends were on it obviously I was not on it they were like her garbage <laughs> but I was like one of the guys at that point you know like they didn't even see me as a as yeah. a woman at that time but anyway so I remember like a couple of my friends and these girls were like notorious for like fighting with each other about everything so when this list came out, like one was above and the other one was like down here, blah, blah, blah. It like exploded into this huge thing and people are fighting in the hallway. Like, oh my God, it was crazy. It was like literally out of a movie. That's yeah. insane. Um, crazy. To think also that like these ugly ass boys were rating <laughs> like pretty girls, like buddy, step yeah. away. Yeah. Again, nope. I do want to say that my list was literally, it was all hot people. Yeah. And they were just in order of who's the most hot. So the, the, the person who was even last was still hot. Yeah. <laughs> it's a compliment. Exactly. It's, it's like when you line up all the Chris's, I still have a preference. <laughs> that doesn't make Chris Hemsworth less hot. I just have a personal preference. Yeah. For you sure. know what I mean? I do. And on most BuzzFeed quizzes I'll have, you know, Chris Hemsworth comes out as the reigning king. So, really? Yeah. Oh my God. All the time. He, it's always him. Then it's Evans. Then it's Pine. Then it's Pratt. All the time. I've never seen any other order on like these poll quizzes of when you have to choose like, like oh, it's like those quizzes like choose your favorite celebrity for each letter and it has like all the yeah, like whatever. Anyway, um, yeah, it's always that order. Hemsworth is like for BuzzFeed people, reigning king. <laughs> Did you know like most BuzzFeed quizzes are not even made by like people who work at BuzzFeed? Yeah, anyone can make a BuzzFeed quiz. Yeah, but like, isn't that insane that like so much of BuzzFeed's brand was about like their quizzes and it oh. wasn't even, they weren't even paying people to do, to make them. BuzzFeed sucks. Yeah, and yet I'm on it all the time. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm still 100% consuming their content, whatever but uh, it's about being- I, I eat those quizzes up, man. <laughs> I'm always like, it's so funny when I take quizzes because I take them personally. I'm like- Yeah, same. Like, I don't, and I'm like, no, I don't, like literally a random stranger made this quiz for fun, like on their lunch break. I'm taking it personally though. So dumb. Yeah, I'm the same, same way. And like those guess your ages quizzes. Yeah. I'm like, ha, you weren't able to guess my age. Like trying to trick them. <laughs> So oh god or when they say like we'll tell you your inner age i always get like a 45 year old all the time <laughs> i'm always middle-aged <laughs> i feel like you're not i think maybe like the your things i like to do your social things are not like yeah that's the thing is that the things i like to do are very low-key things yeah you know like having a cup of tea with my best friend <laughs> yeah you know, or like reading by myself, you know, um, but yeah, my, per it's, my actual personality is not middle-aged, but my, many of my interests can be perceived as <laughs> middle-aged. 
I feel that. Yeah. Well, yeah, now that I'm a single lady, I'm rediscovering, I'm trying to rediscover anyway, like, what do I, what did I do before, like, in my free time? Like, I don't know. So now, uh, like, half of the time, I'm just, like, sitting here, like, okay, like, I could read. I'm, like, trying to, like, think of things that I enjoy. <laughs> I'm, like, I, I haven't had time before in so long. So now I'm just, like, who am I? Again, once again, coming back to this question of who am I? <laughs> but to start playing that meme, you know, of uh, Noah in the notebook when he's yelling at her, what do you want? <laughs> yeah. That's me. That's me to myself. So we'll Photoshop. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, what else should we talk about today? I was gonna say this episode should not be called sex education. No. It should be called like hot celebrities. Yeah. Just Brad the Brad Pitt. The Brad Pitt story. <laughs> Ranking jaw lines. <laughs> That's the episode title. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, I do that most of the time anyway. So Yeah. Honestly, the podcast has been tough the last little while because I'm like fasting, so I can't have coffee or like and I'm tired and hungry. So my mind is always just think, like thinking about like nachos and hot dogs all the time. So that's where I'm at mentally. Ramadan's almost done though, right? Maybe, am I wrong? Two, two more weeks left. Oh, okay. Yeah. I thought it was the end of April. May 12th. Yeah. yeah. Which is fine, I guess. <laughs> I've been pretty, I've been like pretty good this year, like actually doing my fast, doing the prayers, whatever. Cause there's no, there's like no FOMO. Every other year I'm always like, oh, I want to go like hang out with my friends or go get drinks or whatever, or do anything. (laughs) But this year it's like, I can't even go get coffee. Nothing's open. Garbage. Yo, did you get your vaccine? Yeah baby on saturday the saturday just passed holy how do you feel feel good i had no side effects my arm hurt like a bitch um but besides that i was fine damn that's fire where do you when do you get your booster i'm in the uh, august 14th shit dog they, spread, they i don't know if ontario is doing the same thing it's like they want to give people as many people as possible the first dose mm-hmm. so are they prolonging this like giving the second one i think we are doing that as well yeah which uh whatever honestly at this point i just want to leave my house so i don't really care how it's done <laughs> yeah, feel that. that's where i'm at right now mentally um but yeah, it was fine uh i will say the art like i've gotten vaccines in the past it, it is the first time my arm hurts this badly mm-hmm. um like i woke up during the night because i tried to whatever i turned and i felt like the pain woke me up oh. So yeah, it's definitely the first time that it hurt that bad. The yeah. actual shot didn't hurt at all. Like she told me, she's like, okay, you're done. And I didn't even register that it had happened. That's crazy. Yeah. That's um, so yeah, but it was fine. No side effects. I'm excited to get mine whenever that will be. Where are you guys at in Ontario? What age groups? Um, we're like 40 plus for the AstraZeneca. Okay. And then like everything else is still like seniors. So. Bill for seniors not like seniors like I think 60 plus okay. like did they open it up to chronic illnesses yeah they opened it last week okay yeah so we're progressing but it's still like garbage 
I have the feeling that I'm not going to be vaccinated until July, yeah. August, which I'm fine with, you know, as long as I can do something for Christmas time, you know, like, yeah, see people and celebrate and just be normal. Yeah, I hope. Honestly, like, I'm very, very confident that summer, fall, winter of this year will be way better especially the fall and winter yeah I think so too like the good thing about Canada is even though we don't have that many vaccines we do not have that many people compared to the states so like once we get that influx it's going to be like super easy to get it done yeah and then we'll be free (laughs) can't wait I just want to fucking travel I know here dude my Instagram feed is literally jam-packed with travel inspo pics. Like every day I'm like, oh yes, inspire me because I'm plotting, I'm plotting a big trip. <laughs> it's so rough. And like, especially since the States, they're like, what, the whole country is like, what, 50% already that has yeah. their first dose or something like that? It's something crazy like that. And it's just like, I'm just so jealous. <laughs> yeah. Like some. So like- jealous. The American people I know are like, I mean, not, not to say that this is the right thing, but they're already like planning trips and going places and stuff. And I'm like, oh, we can't even like go province to province right now. Oh, it's crazy. Like I know a lot of people were upset about the Oscars because like they weren't wearing masks and stuff. But at the same time, I was like, probably everyone in that room is vaccinated, probably with both doses because they're rich and that's how it works. Yep. Um, and still got tested. So I was like the chant, like the, I think people are just jealous. And like, I think so too. And like people were saying, but it sets like a bad precedent or whatever, or like a bad message. But like, once again, why are you, why are you looking to Hollywood at all to send you any kind of message? Yeah. It's not their job. You know what I mean? Like they are probably all, if not all, probably a vast majority are vaccinated. And, and like, it's like, why would you want to get your information and guidelines from celebrities do your like yeah. listen to the health officials and do what you're told in your region yeah exactly and like they even we're told to like even if you're vaccinated to be at home for like 10 days before the oscars yeah so like, and also like all these people are also filming on set but so like you know what i mean <laughs> like they're already yeah it's a requirement for their careers they can't yeah they're already they doing it so that was just like one of the things from the Oscars that I was just like, oh my God, just be quiet. <laughs> people, oh, people get mad about anything and everything when it comes to celebrities. I'm like, can you just, can we just let them live? Like, I don't care. And also like, I was like smashing Anthony Hopkins for winning the Oscar. I know. He's like a million years old. He doesn't control who fucking wins the Oscar. Leave him alone, Christ. I know, like, and they were also like trying to say that they did that to like trick the audience and all this stuff I'm like trick them into what like truthfully watching tv you were gonna watch it anyway yeah watching it you know just and also unpopular opinion apparently but like Anthony Hopkins deserved the award honestly because like I understand why the the logic behind Chadwick Boseman and I, even me I'm I'm actually shocked that Anthony Hopkins even got it I was I thought Chadwick Boseman was like a sure thing yeah so like they did it for Heath Ledger they're gonna do it for him mm-hmm. 
So I am actually shocked by that. But like performance wise, Anthony Hopkins fucking killed it. You I know why? Because he's Anthony Hopkins. He's an amazing <laughs> actor. There's no way that he didn't deserve it. You know, exactly. Like, like he did a phenomenal job. It's it's the his movie was insane. It was actually insane. It was so fucking good. Yeah. And I'm not saying Chadwick Boseman is a bad actor because he gave a great performance. But he doesn't but deserve an award just because he passed away. Yeah, like, which I would I said. I don't even remember who Heath Ledger was up against, but the same thing applies there. Like, I know that's why they gave it. You know, for me, Heath Ledger was like my favorite actor. So for, for me, yeah, I thought he deserved it. But like, people are allowed to have the opinion to say like, just because he died, he didn't, you know, that doesn't mean he deserves the award. Like, yeah. that's fair to say, you can have that opinion. For sure. It doesn't make you a shitty person to have that opinion. Just, you know, you know what I mean? It's also just like, it's a subjective award anyway. So yeah. Like, People would be mad either way, you know? For sure, for sure. We don't need to, like, mine Chadwick Boseman's death for, like, reasons to be mad. He was, he's been, he's been honored a lot since he passed away, too. So yeah. That's awesome. It sucks that he didn't win that, but, like, it's, yeah, exactly. Well, it does more, suck. Important, more important awards already, anyway. So. Yeah, it does suck, but it's not like Anthony Hopkins didn't deserve it either. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and then there was, like, this tweet that said, um, like Chadwick Boseman, like his performance was like the greatest in 10 years or something. I was like, okay. (laughs) Like a lot of movies that have come out in the past 10 years. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I understand we're all upset or shocked or whatever, but like, come on now. Yeah. And like, you're sending, you're sending rude, you're like commenting rude messages on Anthony Hopkins' Instagram. Which is just filled with him dancing to songs. <laughs> He's literally just a nice old man. Exactly. I was just like, oh, God almighty. <laughs> anyway. Whatever. Yeah. It's over now. <laughs> Fucking Oscars. I'm mad about something every single year. <laughs> Honestly, I don't think I've ever actually watched the Oscars. Like, I always just see the highlights. Because I don't have cable, so, like, where am I going to watch yeah. it? But... Yeah. Well, that's I what I have to do now because I don't have cable. I, I, go, I like watch the thing on Twitter or whatever. Oh, yeah. It's like a live feed. True. Um, but yeah. Although I will say Best Actress should have gone to Viola Davis. That was, it's like, that's, that was my, what? Who won? Uh, Frances McDormand. Is that how you pronounce oh, it? Oh, from Nomadland? From Nomadland. Oh. That movie so much. <laughs> really? It won, didn't it win like two huge It won Best Picture, which I knew it would win Best Picture. Yeah. And the entire time I was watching it, I was, I literally kept saying, I can't wait for this movie to be over. Oh my God. <laughs> I was so bored, which is the unpopular opinion, but I was so goddamn bored. That's fair. Did she give a good performance? Yes. But I find Viola Davis... Viola Davis is p- so powerful. Exactly. Like her performance in, in, in her film, Marini's Black Bottom, was so good. Like when she wasn't on screen, I was pissed because I was yeah. just like, give her back to me. Like she was so good. She was so fucking good. So, it, like, yeah, she can command the screen. Like, oh my God. It's insane. Even when she was yeah. in, just in uh, How to Get Away with Murder, she was still. So- Watching that show, I'm like, why is this woman amazing? Yeah, like yeah. that episode, the the episode where she like takes off her wig for the first time. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh. <laughs> so much, literally, so powerful. Like, 
it's insane. I can't, she's so brilliant. I was upset she didn't win. I felt like she deserved it. Yeah. But, uh, I'm but sure also I'm biased. Like to me, Violet Davis, if she's in a category, she probably deserves it. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. She's like one of those actresses where like, even if you, she doesn't win, everyone kind of knows like she deserved it anyway. Yeah. Like she's an amazing yeah. actress. I'm glad she gets like recognition. <laughs> Yeah, she's in she's in that uh that that uh what's it called that category I guess with like Meryl Streep. I was just about to say yeah, Meryl yeah. one thousand percent like, it's like Meryl Streep, Viola Davis, like Julie Andrews, and like Julie Julia Roberts. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like classic, timeless, amazing performer. Yeah, no, she's she's incredible. We love to see it. Love to see a black woman win, you know? Yeah. Well, um, she has won an Oscar, right? I think she did, yeah. Best Supporting Actress, I think. I can never remember, to be honest. In The Help? Did she win for that? That's what I'm thinking that it was. And then she, like, didn't. And it just wasn't for... Yeah, it was Best Supporting Actress, yeah. For Fences, though, not The Help. Oh. I never saw saw Fences was good, too. But also, like, I feel like... (laughs) Viola Davis is one of those people for me. Like, there's a lot of celebrities that, like, I might not like all their movies, but their performance is so fucking good that I have to watch all their movies. Viola Davis is that. Like, I, even if I don't like the movie, her performance is, like, worth me watching it. And also, her performance usually elevates the film to, like, immediately to a higher level. 1,000%. Yeah. 1,000%. That's how you know, like, you have a good performance on your hand when, like, you don't even care about the plot, but you're like, this is amazing watching this person. Yeah. 100%. Like, Oscar Isaac, there's tons of movies that he's done. Yeah. Which, you know, is not his fault. Like, we know Hollywood treats Black and, like, Latino, I was going to say characters, <laughs> actors differently than they do white people. So they're not given the same opportunities, right? Like, look at Diego Luna. He has a heavier accent, so it was that much harder yeah. for him to get jobs, right? So Oscar Isaac was not always in <laughs> some winners. At least to me, he wasn't always in some winners. Yeah. Um, but his performances are so fucking fantastic like genuinely you're like i'd i'd watch this movie again like his movie life as we know it got terrible reviews but i'm like i don't i don't care i've seen that movie so many times because he's so fucking good in it he's so goddamn good yeah it's like how do you not fall in love with that like his performance is incredible he's so good so viola davis is definitely one of those people have you ever like seen excerpts from a script and the dialogue is so basic but then you watch the performance and you're like yeah. How did you go from that to that? Like, it's amazing what yeah. an actor can bring to the table. It's crazy. Yeah, it's it's art. And that's why I get so frustrated when people are like, why do you care? Yeah. Because what they're doing is art. It's literally, they're taking one piece of art, which is the written word, mm-hmm. and transforming it into a visual art. Yeah. Like, that's incredible. Until you've seen bad acting, you can't even appreciate great acting. Yeah. You know? Like, we're, I think a lot of us are used to like mediocre performances from like cable TV and stuff, but then you 
when you see like a real true artistic performance you're like whoa yeah one thousand percent yeah it's crazy it's awesome i love that we always just circle back to like pop culture <laughs> it's who we are you know? I don't know anything else. I also <laughs> don't. I love that we both don't know anything else, but we're like, let's pick random topics every week and see if we can force ourselves to come up with things to talk about. It's a good, it's definitely a, a good experiment in uh, conversation. Which we've, we've achieved it a few times. A few times we've stuck, we've stayed on topic. For sure. To end. It would mean like sex education. What's their... Yeah. Talk. But like we also knew coming into this one yeah that like it wasn't gonna last long <laughs> yeah no it was just uh we were kind of just throwing it a bone yeah know? it was on the list so had to do yeah, it exactly <laughs> i think uh, what's the next one i forget but anyways like i think again some kind of cancel culture is coming up like down the list which like yeah we, we talk about cancel culture every time <laughs> you know what i mean i think it's because like we it was like because when we started that list i wrote in point form and then you added like notes yeah but we're taking each one as its own thing mm -hmm. even though a lot are related but whatever who, who gives a fuck honestly <laughs> yeah it's fine no one no one cares yeah <laughs> this is for us this is really truly something we, we are doing for really ourselves. just do you realize we could have just said before we started this podcast we could have just been like you want to have like a weekly call for an hour just the two, yeah. just the two of us that's literally what we could have said and it would have made no difference the impact would have been the exact same <laughs> but one thousand percent you know what though it's fun because now we can say we have a podcast no one needs exactly. to know that it's just a casual conversation between friends <laughs> we'd be like you have friends theoretically sure yeah. oh in theory God. everyone has fans yeah in our hearts yeah we are fans of our of each other that counts and i know that at least some of our coworkers listen to some of our episodes for some amount of time so <laughs> riddle me that haters <laughs> uh, <laughs> you ever watch that semi show no you just triggered something oh okay, well, there's anyway i'm gonna say the story anyway there's this, there's, there's, there's this character fez Mm -hmm. And they're watching, um, I think it was like they're watching like an animated Batman or something. Okay. And Fe Fez, Fez is like talking to the TV while everyone's watching him. So he says that he's like, riddle me this, Batman. <laughs> and all his friends are like, once again, he cannot hear you. And he just like keeps saying it. And you just remind me of that right now. That's just a, I love that for myself. Yeah. Yeah. Really funny moment. It's <laughs> like I hear his voice in my head you know saying riddle me this because <laughs> he even like does the movement he like shakes his whole body with his like <laughs> and points his finger in the air <laughs> that's what i did yeah yeah well yeah. another funny story <laughs> but yes it is i think we're both delirious right now i really am delirious i'm tired i'm tired of the week of the month I thought April was going to be such a good month and it's been nothing but shit besides me getting vaccinated. April has never been good for me. May is okay. I really thrive in the summer. So I'm hoping... I saw this meme that was like, uh, my toxic trait is that as soon as the sun is shining, I want to quit my job. <laughs> <laughs> Literally me. I like looking out the window like... <laughs> 
I can't wait to take a vacation in the summer and just do fucking nothing. Ugh, I have so many vacation days primed. Yeah, I'm, oh, sa- I'm saving four though for next year. You're saving four of them? Yeah. To carry over to next year. Okay. Yeah. Because I'm really hoping 2022 is like the year of me. You said that so like somberly. Like, I'm oh no, yeah, just. <laughs> I am sorry. I didn't mean it to be somber. I'm gonna save four for next year. <laughs> I'm hoping that 2022 is like the year of cons again. Yeah. Um, which are on the weekends anyway, but I usually need like a day of recovery from all the emotions. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And all the traveling too. Like, yeah. Awesome. Like, oh man, here's another fun story. So when I went to New York to see Chris in the play, when we got back, like three days later was a supernatural convention. So I hadn't even really come down from like the adrenaline of seeing Chris Evans and even meeting other people. Like we saw Trevor Noah, we met Andrew Garfield. It was like a pretty intense weekend. Um, Then we went to the supernatural convention. And it was the night of the, on Saturday nights, they do, they do a concert. Um, and what I texted my parents and I was like, hey, like it's time to come get me. Yeah. So they come get me, they pick me up, I get in the car. I just burst into tears, <laughs> like hysterical crying. Oh and my God. parents were both like, like did something happen? Is something wrong? Yeah. And I was just like, I'm just so tired. <laughs> and I was like, it's not even I'm that tired. Like it's been such a good two weeks. But I'm like, I'm so mentally exhausted and I have no space to put any other joy in my body that everything is turning into a weird sadness because my body doesn't know, my body literally didn't know how to handle that much happiness Yeah, because it was like, that's a feeling that you have. All at once, basically too. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. I was so exhausted. So ever since then, I was like, I need time. Like I need like one day of like solid recuperation yeah because like we had returned from Chris and then I went to work and like saw my friends and my family and then went to the the supernatural convention yeah and yeah I really learned my lesson I was like this it's it it is too much joy it really is like like, decompress and like reset yeah yeah like and it's also the adrenaline right because like you have to stick to a schedule because, you know, if you're late, you're going to miss this or, you know, miss your photo or whatever. So it's like that stress, the joy, and then you see them and like, obviously because I'm a baby, I can't not cry. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so okay. stressful. Concert, like it's fun, but stressful. Very stressful. Have you, did you ever do Toronto's Comic-Con at all? Toronto's Comic-Con, no, but I, the first Supernatural Con I went to was in Toronto. So I did that. <laughs> I always wanted to go to, like, Fan Expo in Toronto. Or- I want to go, too. Um, but to, to get tickets online looked so hectic that I was like, it's, like, I'm not ready to put myself out there yet for it. <laughs> I also feel like I don't know like that much about anything to be like a stan. Like I'm not a stan about anything. Like, I'm you just, don't even need to. Like no, I'm self conscious to go to cons because I'm no. Oh my god, you don't need to. Just like not into anything. Like I'm just there because I like the vibes. <laughs> but you, but that's like my dad goes. He doesn't care about any of the guests. He has take. We go every year. He's taken one photo with me. <laughs> or no, sorry, three and only because two 
he wasn't super fans of the characters. He just found the actresses really pretty, <laughs> so, which like fair, you know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. Um, but yeah, he goes for like two hours normally just to like look at the comics and then he bounces. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah, but, when it reopens. Go. It's so much fun. And like, even if you're not a st- like a stan, you're still gonna find stuff that you like. They have so much stuff. Yeah. Not, like it's, it's- Well, I don't even know what's going on. Like, I don't even know what's there because I've never been I mean, it. like ours here, which I'm gonna go ahead and assume it's the same kind of vibe in Toronto. It's like, yes, you have your guests, but- in terms of stuff, they have like anime stuff, comic stuff, nostalgic TV show things like Buffy the Vampire Slayer or right. whatever. Um, they have uh, all kinds of artwork, which I love looking at. Yeah. Um, from local artists, from artists that fly in. Um, they have comic book artists drawing on the spot. They have um, local authors trying to sell their books. like. There's so much stuff. There's so there. It's good if you're a gamer. There's like a spot just for to play, like just to play video games all day. If you want to sit in that chair, <laughs> just like play a video game, you could. That's fire. Yeah, Maybe there's so it. many things. Maybe I'll come visit you and we can go to yours. Thoughts? Do it. I'd love to. It's fun. Yeah. Montreal Congress is like not. They don't always have the best guests, but it's still so so much fun. Yeah, still something cool to do. 1000%. Even even on the years where I wasn't like super into the guests, I still went and I still had fun. Yeah. Because it's cool. Especially I mean, the I find like the art, like seeing artists work on the spot to me, that's yeah. fucking nuts. Magical. Yeah. They turn like literally a piece of paper into something in- insane. And you just yeah, like, it's, it's, don't, it's, can't it's, comprehend how they've done it. Yeah. It's cool. insane. There's this, there was this artist who did, he drew uh, one of my favorite X-Men, Gambit. Mm-hmm. And the piece was like $600. Wow. Yeah, no, it was, it was crazy. So I, ca- I walked by and I was like, oh my God, this is like, it's breathtaking. Yeah. But obviously I can't, you know, I couldn't afford that. So whatever, we kept walking. And then uh, I passed by again with my dad because my dad just wanted to, he just wanted to like look at them again. Uh, so my dad was like looking through the things and I was just looking at this Gambit piece because it was so beautiful. Yeah. And the guy was like, um, he's like, I have a question for you. So I was like, okay, what? He's like, if you did own this, he's like, would you like really take care of it? So I was saying how like my thing is collecting things and everything has like its place and it's very kept neat and clean. And yeah, it's like the most important things I own. And I was saying how like Gambit was one of my favorites since I was a kid. I was like, yeah. so cool, blah, blah. he gave it to me for $20 what yeah 20 bucks oh my god it was insane i started crying i was like this is the nicest thing anyone's ever done for me (laughs) that is so sweet though that's amazing and so do you have it like hung up somewhere i don't have it hung up because it's like such an awkward uh whatever what's it called height thank you okay yeah it's like it's really long so there, I haven't found a good frame for it, but I have like this big uh, portfolio basically of artwork I've collected oh, yeah. and it's all in protectors. So it's, it's in there with the other, the other uh, artwork that I own. Damn. That's fire. Yeah. yeah pretty cool. That's a good story, man. That made mm-hmm. me happy. I'm full of them today. <laughs> yeah. <my> <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, that's actually, we're past our time by like 10 minutes, but. 
we can keep talking if you want this is a good one this was a good one good way to end it too yeah all right well to anyone who's listening <laughs> um <laughs> thanks for thanks for sticking it out we love you guys whoever whoever you are <laughs> yeah that was episode 15 peace Bye.